Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Today's Tuesday. We're going to have the long-awaited Blueprint Power Hour. You guys have been missing uh, the past two weeks. We'll find out why that is the case. And then also, uh, we have to uh, thank uh, Legendary Foods, our title sponsor, uh, because they give this show a generous grant to be our title sponsor. But the reason they do it is because they believe in the mission of the show. I can guarantee you that. Uh, Ron Penna. Uh, who is at the helm of uh, Legendary Foods, uh, has been a longtime fan of listening to the show. And he understands all the good that we do uh, by being on that bleeding edge of the spear and breaking uh, information faster than anybody else. I I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. The people that are getting praised today uh, at the top of the food chain in the health and fitness world, uh, talking about stuff that we talked about a decade ago on this show. And you all know that. And that's why Legendary Food deserves your attention and your patronage. And also because they make some of the most amazing snack foods uh, that will make you less guilty about eating snacks. Namely, their new tasty pastry, which is basically a Pop-Tart with 9 grams of protein, less than 1 gram of sugar, and four impact carbs, and delicious, so delicious that they can't keep them in stock. People are eating them three and four a day. They're that delicious. Go to eatlegendary.com and learn more, and of course, always tell them that uh, you came from Superhuman Radio. And without further delay, let me get his music going here. I'm a little slow on the button here. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Uh, I am doing well. More importantly, my wife is doing well. And we uh, wanted to say thank you to everyone that offered prayers uh, and inquired as to how she she was doing. I got, so, I got emails from people going, what's going on with Coach Rob? He hasn't been on the show in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, long story short, my wife had major surgery, but she's out of that now. She's home. She's actually sitting by my side right now. Uh, she's recovering, and uh, it's going to take a while, but uh, I have full confidence she'll be back to 100%. So want to thank you. Uh, to the audience for all of your thoughts you know her surgery was four or five hours but it flew (laughs) simply because of the number of texts i was getting from people asking about how she was and answering them yeah that's that's a wonderful thing very very wonderful. uh okay so let anything new we need to talk about before we move forward at coachrobregish.com any special deals i know mass pro uh, synthogen is back in stock right it's back in stock and it's shipping. So I got that text this morning. I know some people have already um, received a small advance supply that Mass had, but the mother load has made it to Mass. And it's, uh, like I said, it's if you haven't already gotten it, it's in the mail. Okay. okay. Yep. Good to know. 
All right, so the first question actually comes from uh, Joe Blanchard. Is that right? Yeah, Blanchard. He says, uh, I was in a local CBD store the other day, and I noticed Kratom shots. What's in these shots, and how do they compare to just plain old whole leaf Kratom? And uh, how often should I take it, and what does it do? And there must be something to it because the guy at the store said they sell a ton of them. <laughs> yeah, well, there certainly is something to it. It's it's hard to imagine, but um, I first started talking about Kratom on this show maybe six or seven years ago. Uh, now, I was by no means the first person to t- talk about using it. Um, but in the bodybuilding community, anyway, it was still relatively new. Um, and and even even now, there are some people that are just discovering it. In, ironically, because of these CBD stores that carry it. So they wander in there to look at CBD, and the next thing you know, they're learning about Kratom. So um, uh, it is indeed unique stuff. The chemical responsible for, for its quote-unquote drug-like effects is something called Mitrogena speciosa. And it occurs in different levels and different strains of the plant, but generally... Kratom imparts a feeling um, where your muscles completely relax. But unlike, uh, let's say, prescription drug like tramadrol, which has a similar type feeling, you get a curious sense of energy along with it. And so what I mean by that is I'm not talking about a stimulant type energy. It doesn't feel like ephedrine or caffeine or any of that. It's more along the lines of, you know, I want to do something productive. I want to read a book. I want to write something or paint something. I want to work out. So it is entirely different in that respect. But also consider this. Um, if you go back and look at its use in its native native uh, countries, Malaysia, Borneo, etc., the workers in these countries are largely people that work on farms. And they're generally using one of two things, either um, smoking, you know, marijuana or they're chewing Kratom leaves. And the farmers themselves that hire these people, you can only imagine who they'd rather hire, right? Because the Kratom folks are a lot more productive. Productive, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, that's its use and its native habitat. Over here, more and more people are using it for its analgesic effects and coming off, frankly, prescription and otherwise opioids. Now, the FDA would tell you and the DEA would tell you that it is an unapproved, Kratom's an unapproved, dangerous and addictive drug. I would tell you that they are both liars. Kratom, in fact, is exceptionally safe. Let me put it this way. If you overdose and take too much, the worst, the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get dizzy and throw up. That's it. Try that with opioids, and the next thing you know, you'll be horizontal, complete with a toe tag. So I, I've actually taken marginally too much. And I think I told the story on the air once. But I went out to dinner with some friends, and I, I couldn't talk. I felt on the edge of nausea every second, yeah. almost on the edge of feeling car sick. Like, that's yes. what it was like. And I thought to myself, you know, this is horrible. Now, uh, in fact, the past three days, not today, but yesterday, the day before, and the day before that, I took two grams 
of OPMS, which is a high-quality organic Kratom that comes in capsules. Uh, and and uh, it's called Sil- OPMS Silver. And I took two grams in the morning, three days in a row, and I yep. definitely had more energy. I felt happier. Uh, the pain that I live with and don't complain about just went away. And today yep. I didn't feel like taking it. And I didn't take it. So this whole idea that it's habit-forming or mildly addictive, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, you're going to read and hear these horror stories that the FDA and the DEA are frankly making up about it being, you know, horribly addictive. The truth of the matter is this. Kratom is about as addictive as coffee, okay? Now, it comes in different forms, uh, but, you know, he inquired specifically about the shots. In terms of what's in them, it varies. The one I purchased recently um, for my wife had the following in it. It had L-theanine. It had Mitrogena speciosa, uh, California poppy seed, white willow bark, which, as we know, is herbal salicylic acid, aspirin, and passion flower skull cap and Boswellia serrata. So obviously that blend is heavy on the anti-inflammatories and the anti uh, and the analgesic effects of Kratom and some of those other compounds. Uh, and at the same time, though, it's clearly a, a relaxation nighttime type formula. You know, when you see things like passion flower, skull cap, theanine, these are things that are usually put in sleep aids. Uh, yeah. yeah, nighttime blends, that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, understand this, though. The war on Kratom will be never ending. Once the FDA or the DEA gets caught in one lie, they just go on to make up others. Now, they've tried. It's, it's, it's the American governmental way. It is. They'll, they'll just keep hammering away at it until they get their way. Well, let, now, well let's be honest. Why are, they, why are they hammering away on it? Okay. For the same reason that they hammered away on medical marijuana and now recreational marijuana in the states where it's available, and that is pharmaceutical company prescriptions of opioids, uh, of anxiolytics, of pain relievers, uh, of sleep aids, they have shrunken in states like Colorado, Nevada. Why? Because people go out and buy a little weed, they smoke it. They feel great. Well, the same thing is going on with Kratom. People are literally kicking the opioid habit using Kratom. You would think that every doctor in America would say, we're going to start using Kratom as a transition drug to get people off of opioids, but they're not, and here's why. Right. Because right. the companies that make and profit op- from opioids don't want that to happen, just like they yeah. don't want more states legalizing marijuana. Yeah. It's really, it's sad. You know, if they really wanted to, to fix that opioid problem, they'd be going down that road, but they don't. Um, they want to protect their pharmaceutical overlords. Uh, so one last thing. Uh, they tried banning Kratom on the federal level. They ran into big problems. They tried doing that in the dead of night, um, and then they were rebuked. And so now they're t- they're trying to do so at the state level. So the American Kratom Association is fighting them in every state and at every turn, but they need your support. So I would encourage you, whether you like Kratom or not, 
to visit them at AmericanCrayTom.org and offer to help in the cause. Because even if you don't use or like Craytom, the FDA and the DEA, are they're just going to go on to ban whatever it is that you do like and use next. The God's honest truth. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Kratom, and I don't I don't abuse it. I use it once in a while. You know, that's it. Jack Patterson uh, says, uh, you've said many times the supplement industry isn't very innovative. How can I be innovative with supplements? What if I order raw materials and make my own stuff? You know what? This was a really interesting question. I thought he, he posed a really interesting thing here, um, and it – it actually isn't a bad idea, at least from a creative standpoint, right? This is um, the way, and a lot of great American companies started. There were just people that wanted, they were, you know, not satisfied with the status quo, and they come up with products and services that go on to become huge companies. The problem um, is that due to uh, a law that recently went into effect, 1120 in China, the raw materials for at least a lot of the fun stuff is becoming very scarce. So as of 1-1, they had ceased producing everything from SARMs to nootropics to, of course, you know, uh, steroid powders and, and pro-hormones and the like. Now, I have every confidence some other country is, pro- is going to step in and, and, and pick it up. Um, but that's the situation today. Sidebar, um, you could go to a place like Alibaba. Dangerous. Dangerous. It, yeah. It, danger, dangerous. danger, Will Robinson, because you could buy some you can buy some real crap that's not only dangerous for you to use, uh, but uh isn't even what you ordered. So you gotta be careful about that one. Right. So so the you know the the um <laughs> the rumors about quality of Chinese material in most cases, are well warranted. The other thing is Alibaba doesn't sell to end customers, right? They're going to want uh, a business license. So, you know, it's not like they sell direct to consumers. Now, um, while I have a, a license to conduct business for, for my business or an EIN or a tax ID number, I'm not sure who they check, check to see. Hold on, hold on a second. Okay. Check to see. If that's really valid, what? so, so what? The, the point I'm trying to make. No, I got the wrong number. I'm sorry. No. You want to go to break, Carl? Yeah. What the hell? We yeah. can do that. All right, we'll be right back. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com.
Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-C eye drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-C and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-C eye drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-C eye drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Can-C eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of. Having started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax, that was at eight years old, and so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full bull out panic attack. The the chill pill was the first thing that I found that actually, in the middle of a panic attack, I can take, and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D. R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and have type 2 diabetes, $500,000 of term insurance should only cost about 100 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. If you want affordable term life for you, call Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call Term Provider at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-352-9239. 800-352-9239. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch.
Welcome back. We're going to finish on Jack Patterson's question, but I got to mention something. I think that I, I, you're the right guy to have this conversation with right now. Okay. The importance of having life insurance for your family. A lot of guys don't have life insurance today. Guys our age. Guys that regularly get, you hear that, hey, did you hear who died? We're at that age now where stuff like that happens. And there's a lot of guys out there that don't have any insurance at all. And because part of it is because they don't want to have to go through the hassle of applying for insurance. But this company is advertising on the show now, Big Lou, because I recently used them to, to, to buy a bigger policy. God forbid something happens to me. Elisa's taken care of and my three kids are taken care of. Yep. They made it so simple. They sent the girl to the house for the blood work, and she did the EKG sitting on the sofa one morning. Everything went through like boom, 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 click, and it was all done. And I'm paying a ridiculously low amount for over $600,000 worth of term life insurance policy. And at 61 years old, when it's supposed to be very expensive, it's not. It's yeah, not. that's great. I mean, that, that's a real – that's a, a very important thing, and uh, it's good to know there are Places where lifters and people like us can get it. Well, here's the interesting thing about them. So they cater to people with type 2 diabetes. So the rates that they're quoting are for people who are sick. They couldn't believe. I Like the guy that I worked with, Shane, he said to me three times, but you don't have diabetes. I says, no. He, like later on in the conversation, but your, your blood sugar is okay. You don't, I was like, no. They're used to dealing with those people. When you go to this guy... The rates are better because they're already planning that you're sick. Yeah. And here's, and here's the reason why this is important, Rob. There's another company out there that advertises that they only sell life insurance to healthy people. Well, here's what I found out because they advertised on the show a couple times, two years in 2014 and 2016 or 2016, 2018. I forget what it was. Yeah. And here's what I got from the audience. A lot of people said, hey. I didn't qualify for what they considered healthy. I ended up having to buy regular life insurance through them. What was the big deal of going to them? So this wow. is exactly the opposite. Big Lou is selling life insurance to people who are sick, who can't qualify. So when people from our audience go in there, they're like, oh, great. We, we've got a ridiculously low rate for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard their, their ads on radio, you know, terrestrial radio, too. But, yeah, this is, a, this is a great audience. I would think that's a perfect fit. Um, Robert, David, if you're still listening, we'll put your question up as soon as uh, Rob answers uh, the rest of Jack Patterson's question. We have a question to put up from a viewer. Sure. So um, where I left off was basically, look, you know, you could go to China, but the reality is there, there are there are problems with that. So one of the problems is um, they're not going to sell a lot of bulk material to individuals. Uh, another problem is obviously quality control. Now, the other option you have is to look into one of the few, and the numbers are dwindling, number of uh, companies in this country which provide bulk raw materials. One of them was a family-owned business, BeyondACentury.net. They were in business for many, many decades. They were the original uh, company in this country that carried bulk stuff. Those companies are going out of business. So what I would tell you is, one of the things that you can still do is um, order up some bulk essential amino acids, order up some non-essential amino acids, and work work the ratios like I did to arrive at a customized 
intra-workout made to your physiology. And I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be different for different people. Now, it, it is a long, expensive process. I'm not going to kid you. It's, it's what I did almost 10 years ago now, going back to Synthogen. But it's without question worth the effort. And in my opinion, it's one of the better and safer things you could do to bide your time until some other company, you know, supplement company gets its act together and truly does something worthwhile, innovative, whatever you want to call it. It's just not happening out there right now. But, you know, definite points here for Jack in the, you know, if they're, if they're not going to do something about it, than he is. I like that attitude, and I would encourage others to uh, to do the same. My mic was closed. I want to give you one other option. Yeah, sure. And that is All-American Pharmaceutical, and here's why. I, I have had Dr. Jeff run one-off batches for me and a friend. Dr. William Seeds came up with this uh, amino acid blend that he wanted to make available not only to himself but some of his patients. Yeah. And Dr. Jeff was very reasonable. He, you know, what the minimum purchase was. Obviously, this is not going to be. A, it's not going to have a label. It's not right. going to have uh, a fancy bottle. It may be shipped in a bag. But so, if you reach out to All American Pharmaceutical, and I'll give you their number right now. This is another option: four zero six six seven one eight three three two. Four zero six six seven one eight three three two. They're Mountain Time because they're in in in, uh, in Montana. And, and you get someone on the phone that's in the contract manufacturing division, and you say, look, I'm not making a product for resale. I want to make it just for me. What is your minimum? You know, what's your minimums? You know, you, you may be able to buy $500 and get everything you want. They'll blend it. They'll find it. They'll source it. They'll test it to make sure it's what you think it is, and they'll deliver it to you, and you're done. Yeah, I had heard they had that program. I didn't know that they still had it, but that's uh, that's wonderful if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing one-off stuff, they're not going to do labels for you. They're not going to do FDA, you know, uh, 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 passable labels. They're not going to do any artwork for you. They're not going to put them in individual bottles. Uh, but Dr. Doctor Seeds, I think he bought a ridiculous amount of amino acids already blended the way he wanted it and the ratios he wanted it for like three or $400. Yeah, you, you can't you can't do that anywhere else. That that and you know if it's coming out of there. And that's the thing. And then you don't have to worry about well, did I source real material? Because Dr. Jeff right. tests everything when it comes into the facility. Then they test it again before they put it in your product. And then they test it again to see if it's in your product. And yep. you get all you get all that and you don't have to worry about where you're sourcing the material. Just tell them that you know, you heard a show on Supreme Radio and, and, and uh, Rob and, and Carl said to reach out because you have this one-off project that you want to make. Yeah, excellent point. So there you go. Let's get this question up here. Uh, hold on a second. For Robert David. I didn't read it yet. He says, I love your show. Uh, I have a question uh, that I will listen after because I need to go back to work. First, your opinion on TRT and PSA levels. Okay, I have strong opinions on that too. Um I've read different views on the connection of TRT and enlarged prostate. What both of your views or experience on this topic? Thanks. Okay. You go first. I do not think that the link between testosterone and, you know, elevated PSA levels is there. I think that's based on one study, if I'm not mistaken, of one person going back God knows how many years. Um, I've seen much more evidence that 
estrogen and other things contribute to um, problems in, in the PSA area. But look, no credible TRT doctor is going to not test your PSA levels and watch them like a hawk. And so, uh, again, I just do not see the link. I do not see the, the direct link to testosterone is the boogeyman, which it seems to be the prevailing opinion of the vast majority of medical doctors, including my PCP guy. You know, um, I've been on HRT now for five years, six years. Mm-hmm. My PSA is fine. There's nothing wrong with it, nor do I expect there to be anything wrong with it. And even if it does go up, I do not believe it is due to testosterone or the amount of, even the amount of testosterone. But go ahead. I'm interested well, to hear Well, I'm, I'm looking for this show that we just, we just, we actually just did a show about this. So I can actually point you to a show. It was a Renew Life RX show. And uh, it was about um, the linkage between prostate health and testosterone. And I'll find it here in a second. So here's, here's the bottom line. PSAs are not exclusively found in prostate tissue. They, so this is what science does. So there's, a, there's a, a, a peptide called BNP. It was originally found in the brains of pigs. So the B stands for brain and the N stands for nutritic and the P stands for peptide. But then when they feel, realized that it was also present in heart tissue and it was actually made by the heart, they reduced the name to B and P, and they leave the B. They don't use brain anymore. It's B, B-nutritic <laughs> peptide. Because wh- why would you care about a brain peptide that's in the heart? Wait, wait, that's, I mean, when they discovered PSA, they found it in prostate tissue. But... About seven years later, they found it in breast cancer tissue. Yeah, they I remember found that. It, they I found remember. it in kidney tissue. Yeah. So now it's not prostate specific at all. In fact, it, it's you can't even use the name. You can't even use B, B, uh, a prostate or specific in the name. They have to rename it. So other tissue makes prostate specific antigen. Number one. Number two. What the the show that showed. Here, where the hell is it? We did a show, Renew Life R. Here it is. The new study at the Pathway Testosterone Projects. A, no, no, that was cardiovascular. I did a show recently. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm at a loss right now. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, here it is. Challenging Beliefs of Testosterone Therapy and Prostate Cancer. It's show number 2465. Okay? Yep. From, um, from February 5th. So there is research out there now that shows that you can reverse the most aggressive prostate cancers by giving patients testosterone. This isn't bullshit. This is real. Dr. Samuel Denmead was the first person to do the study. He came on my show in 2014. Since then, other doctors are involved now. They're now calling it bipolar testosterone or androgen therapy. The reason they call it bipolar is because they give, they give you a supraphysiological dose, bodybuilding dose. But then you don't get another dose sometimes for two months. Then it just trails off into nothing. That, that, what, what they found out was supraphysiological levels of testosterone damage 
prostate cancer DNA killing prostate cancer. I can't make you can't make this stuff up. So yeah. all these years that they've been literally chemically castrating men to keep them alive from prostate cancer, they've been doing exactly the opposite of what would cure them. They end up staying on androgen deprivation therapy for decades. They're sick. They're miserable. They become diabetic. Their bone mineral density drops. They have no quality of life, no libido. They're depressed. It's horrible. Cutting the testicles off of a man is horrible. That's what they do chemically. Yeah, and if you think about it logically, right, if testosterone was the boogeyman and it really, you know, grew prostate cancer, why would it be in your body in the first place? You know, and, and it also does not make sense because over the course of a man's life, as you know, his testosterone levels fall. Yet the longer men live, they get the prostate the, cancer, right? The more prostate cancer is showing up. So, you know, I just know. Testosterone so here, here's, here's, here's the linkage from the study. We talked about the study on this show, 2465. Go listen to it. So here's the linkage. Testosterone deficiency starts. The prostate remains normal. Then prostate cancer starts to creep up as metabolic syndrome kicks in. When you have low testosterone, you end up having problems managing blood sugar. So it could be argued that your low testosterone is actually leading to uh, uh, metabolic prostate. changes that lead towards pro to, to, to diabetes. Once you have full-blown diabetes, your rate of prostate cancer progression not only goes up, but... It is the limiting factor. It's not testosterone. It's the fact that you have become insulin resistant. In yeah. the presence of low testosterone, in the presence of low testosterone, <laughs> not in the presence of high testosterone, because if you have high testosterone, none of this happens because you never become insulin resistant. Right. It's amazing, isn't it? And, when, and, and here's the problem with this. Every... News channel in America should be talking about this study. Why aren't they? It makes you wonder. It, it really, it's, I saw it the last time I was in to see my personal physician. He said, hey, you keep taking that testosterone, you're, you're going to, eventually your PSA is going to go off the charts and then we're going to have to carve that out and then blah, blah, blah. I didn't even bother. You know, it's, it's at some point you, you got to let them. Yeah. Let them just go on. Let them talk. Let them say what they want. Yeah. Look, look, at two grams of testosterone a week, my PSAs never went up above 0.5. Right now yeah. at 500 milligrams a week, they're 0. 0.2. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, I, I, it's, if, if testo high testosterone led to prostate cancer, I'd have prostate cancer. Every bodybuilder would have prostate cancer. Yeah, that's but no, true. Yeah. their diet and their lifestyle keeps them from developing metabolic disorders. They don't get prostate cancer. It's amazing, isn't it? It's all, you know, it's all been a pack of lies. You know, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Something's coming in the air tonight. It's all yeah, been a pack of lies. Right. <laughs> so the next one is anonymous, and I can see why, because he doesn't want to turn anything into political. He said, uh, I'm going to read the whole question because that's just an excerpt of it. He says, I've heard you and Carl talk about Joe Biden before and how he's been a negative influence on the world of bodybuilding. No, not just the world of bodybuilding, all professional sports, all professional sports, all professional sports. 
Uh, can you elaborate a bit more on him? He is a presidential candidate in 2020, and I'm trying to make an educated decision as to who I should vote for. Well, first of all, you're not going to have to worry because he's not going to be the he's not going to be a Democrat candidate. He's running yeah. out of steam. But this is a good question. Go ahead, Rob. Well, you know, as much as I can, my answer will be um, as little to do with politics as possible and, and everything to do with the facts surrounding Joe Biden's history with performance enhancing compounds. So with that as a backdrop, you know, here's the 411 on, on Joe um, and what I what I think he would be like as a president would, you know, insofar as performance enhancing drugs, supplements and physical culture in general. Way back in 1990, Congress heard testimony from the FDA, the DEA, and even the AMA, the American Medical Association, that steroids did not warrant classification as controlled substances. In fact, in fact, Anthony Roberts has written about this years ago that the DEA wanted nothing to do with arresting law-abiding people for taking anabolic steroids. They didn't want, they had bigger fish to fry. They wanted nothing to do with that. Right. And so, you know, when, when that became obvious for all to see, then Senator Biden decided to appeal to something other than logic and reason. He started to appeal to people's emotions. So, (laughs) He then made sure that there was this steady stream of weepy-eyed athletes who were paraded onto the stand, blaming steroids for everything from turning females into males to Steve Corson, uh, the offensive lineman, I think, for the Steelers, right? He was a guy that was awaiting a heart transplant. Um, And a father, I, I forget his name, whose son supposedly committed suicide due to Quote unquote, uh, Hooten. Taylor Hooten. Hooten. Taylor Hooten. Right. right. I actually Hooten. had Don Hooten on my show in 2006 and challenged yeah. him. And he admitted that it was probably the SSRIs that caused his son to commit suicide and not the anabolic steroids because the doctor took his young son off of anabolic steroids without any PCT and put him on SSRIs. The kid went into a deep depression and killed himself. Right. So. So, you know, Biden makes sure this steady stream of people is up there telling their sob stories. Um, and so he was among the first to to use the save the children mantra, right, to pull the wool over people's eyes, pretending as if his new law putting steroids in, into a Schedule 3 controlled substance status would make America safer <laughs> and, and clean up professional sports. Well... As history has shown, it has only led to more and more steroid use, both in professional sports and society at large, a thriving black market, and there is no end in sight. But of course, Joe isn't doing anything about that now. If you'll notice, he hasn't done anything about it since he originally passed that legislation, because that's not what he's really, that's not what he cared about. He did it simply to say he did something as a U.S. senator. You see, in the polarized world of Washington, D.C., even back then, steroids, even today, are a nice, safe, bipartisan softball issue, the kind that is tailor-made for the Joe Bidens of the world. 
so that he can stand on his soapbox and say, I cleaned up professional sports. I made you, I made the world a safer place for your kids. There's one more disgusting note about this guy. And I used, I used that word very specifically. It's a strong note. Yeah. He actually told the world that were it not for steroids. Yeah. He would have been a professional baseball player. <laughs> Listen, the truth is that Biden was he, wrong. He, about he actually he actually insulted every professional and Olympic athlete on the planet when he implied that hard work, skill, motivation, dedication have nothing to do with success in sports. Just the decision to use drugs is all you need. And you know what? No one called him on this because nobody wanted to get splashed with mud from 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 reckless reckless Uncle Joe. But yeah. the reality is, the moment he said I could have been a pro baseball player, how do you think I feel? He was like he was he was virtue signaling. I could have been a pro baseball player if I would have taken anabolic steroids. Joe, you can't be anything but you are—a liar and a politician. You were yeah. made for this. You do this so well. How you sleep at night baffles me. I want to learn because I have trouble sleeping when I worry about things. This guy doesn't worry about anything. He lies and he doesn't worry. Yeah, and I mean, he's a very, to me, he comes across as very arrogant and aloof and and out of touch, right? And, and everyone, I think, from everyday Americans, to Al-Qaeda, by the way, when we raided bin, raided bin Laden's compound, they found a note saying to assassinate everyone else but leave him be. Yeah, because he, he's a dummy. Yeah. He would be more useful to their cause. Could you imagine? Um, this but, is a true story. And and, and they've actually had they've had other intelligence like this, that, that Joe Biden is not, not a worry to, to, to organizations and in, individuals who would propose to hurt people in the U.S. They see him. He's not a threat. He's not a threat. He's yeah. too busy kissing kids back of their neck and sniffing their hair and and saying stupid stuff. The guy's like, I mean, the reality is, I mean, uh, uh, what's her name? Chelsea Gabbard. Kelsey Ga- uh, uh, Kelsey Gabbard. What, what's her name? I'm, I'm not familiar. I mean, the the one from Hawaii. This girl is like oh, yeah, worthy yeah. of people's attention as a Democratic nominee, and no one wants to talk to her because the majority of people they're trying to appeal to aren't thinking. They're not critical thinkers. They're, they vote with emotion. They don't vote with their brains. If they realize that Joe Joe Biden can't run anything. It's really, it's unfortunate. And collectively, right? So that's the story on Joe's past, at least as it relates to performance enha- enhancing substances. So, so just know and understand this. Understand a vote for this guy is a vote to deny the right to use the supplements of your choice and the right to put whatever you want into your body. That's just, that's the facts of the matter of how he has operated. And really, if you think about it, do you want somebody in the White House who's ruled by emotions instead of logic and reason? His entire career, he's been ruled by this and and he continues to exploit these type of things. Because I really think that he believes his lies. I think he believes that he would have been a pro baseball player if he would yeah, have just would agreed agree. to take. And keep in mind, at his age, when he would have been playing baseball 
we didn't have these steroids like we do today. We we didn't these steroids didn't emerge until the late sixties, early seventies. He he was graduated from school and he was already a, a lying politician by then. So there was nobody pushing. There was no Seba rep pushing. Uh, 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 Diana Bowl on athletes at his college. And in fact, it wouldn't have been illegal. Keep that in mind. It would not yeah. have been frowned upon. When Seba first introduced Diana Bowl, Franco Colombo, uh, uh, Arnold, they had doctors prescribing it specifically to build muscle. It wasn't yep. illegal. This guy, he's such a bad liar that he forgets that timing uh, and reality kind of don't work with what he's saying. He wouldn't have been offered these drugs, and had he, they wouldn't have been illegal. He could have taken them. It's true. Wake up. It's true. Wake up, people. Yeah. Wake up. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I can't help it. I just, I just despise the guy. I think he's smarmy and slimy, and I, and I, and I, and I can't believe that people really want him to be president of this United States. Yeah. Uh, okay, are we ready for the next question? It's from yeah, Jeff sure. Clifton. So Jeff Clifton says, Speaking of testosterone, do you think Tribulus and Ashwagandha would be a good one-two punch? It's not going to raise testosterone to the level that's going to accelerate muscle building. And, and let's be honest, that's what everyone or the vast majority of guys that are lifting want it to do. Can it? Does it have the potential to raise testosterone? Yes. And IGF-1? Yes. To, to the levels that will accelerate muscle building? No. Now, can those two things help with stress? Can they help with sex drive? Absolutely. And I tell you, that's that would be where their true value lies. A tribulus as well, if you remember, has been shown to cut tissue damage in half as measured it, it, it by... Has, it has what would be considered an adaptogenic quality to it. Yes. So so are those useful items? Yes. But But are they going to boost testosterone to the levels that you want them to? Or, and I want them to? No. No. Otherwise, why would people go on HRT? I know. My brother-in-law emailed me the other day and said, what do you think of boron? I said, for what? Right. He said, you know, to raise testosterone. I said, you used to be on testosterone. Why aren't you on it anymore? Because his doctor told him his PSAs are getting too high. So I sent him a link to the show that we just did and said, have your doctor listen to this show. And and, and it's like, and I said, why would you want boron when you could just take testosterone, you're not going to yeah. make your your testicles, your hypothalamus, your pituitary. Once you hit sixty years old, they don't work well anymore. Why right. waste your time reviving them? Why re- waste your time repairing the forty year old countertop in your house when you could rip it out and put a brand new one in? Good analogy, real good analogy. I mean, come on, people have to stop this nonsense that testosterone is bad. It hasn't been bad in your body for how many decades? Now all of a sudden it's bad. Don't listen to this nonsense. Yeah. Yep. Uh, when we come back, we have a question from uh, John Fitzgerald. And uh, you're listening to the Blueprint Power Hour brought to you by CoachRobRegish.com, which is where you should go to learn the tricks and tips to get stronger faster. And uh, I want to—I forgot to say when I was talking about Big Lou, the insurance company that's sponsoring the show now and telling you guys that if you don't have life insurance – and you're in your 40s and 50s, you are irresponsible because you will die someday. And the people that you leave behind are the ones that are going to need that support financially. And it doesn't take a lot. You call them up. Their phone number is 800-352-9239. 
And if you can get Shane on the phone, get him. The guy is great. They'll send somebody out to the house, do blood work. They do the paperwork online with you. It's fast, fast, fast. You're approved. They underwrite it. It takes about two weeks to get everything underwritten. And next thing you know, you go to sleep at night and you think to yourself, one thing I don't have to worry about is dying tonight in my sleep because my family is taken care of. And that's why I'm doing it. One less thing that when I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee, I start worrying about, oh, and I really need to get life insurance. Get that out of the way. It's easy. It's inexpensive. And they make you feel good about it. 800-352-9239. Big Lou. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Growing older. Sadly, for many, it can mean losing your independence and trading your home with a lifetime of memories for a bed in a lonely nursing home. But now there's Rejuvent, the science to resist aging. Each of us has two ages, a physical age and a biological one. We can't slow our physical age, but thanks to our breakthrough and longevity research, you can now take control of your biological age with Rejuvent Life Tabs, powered by Life AKG. Life AKG is critical for powering cellular energy, supporting detoxification, preserving DNA integrity, and lowering sources of oxidative stress. And that can mean more vitality and stamina in the years to come. Backed by over 20 years of research, Rejuvent is the science you need to resist aging. Rejuvent Life Tabs. It's about life. It's about health. It's about time. Hey, this is Carl. To learn more and save 10% off, go to GetRejuvent.com. That's Get R-E-J-U-V-A-N-T dot com. Use the code SHR and get 10% off your first order. Check it out. Redcon One is one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the world today. That's because they produce supplements that deliver on their promises. From their flagship pre-workout Total War to their innovative whole food MREs and bars. Now you can get the deepest discount ever offered to any audience anywhere. Use code SHR and get 25% off all Redcon One products today. SHR and 25% off. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. Would you train with it? You'll gain with it. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at Eat Legendary and Amazon. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC 
what I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do those with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. You've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the Be Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me, and now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give Be Strong a try. Go to bstrong.training forward slash super hyphen human and use code SHR for 10% off. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Would help if I open up my microphone. Welcome back. Let's get the next question up there. Well, this one comes from John Fitzgerald. What's the latest on creatine? I heard there's some new research coming out. Uh, soon showing even more benefits. He may be talking about the the one that shows uh, mitochondrial biogenesis. Is that the one you found, Rob? Yeah, but, but you know, to be fair, it seems like every week there's something new, right? Some new benefit to creatine. I, gen- I generally stay away from creatine questions since it's beaten to death. You know, you can go to any board anywhere and get a pretty good overview of what creatine is, you know, how much to use, what it does, etc. cetera. Uh, but having said that, there is, in fact, some new info uh, that's come out. So a soon-to-be-published study showed this increased mitochondrial activity, which is huge, right, given the mitochondria are the powerhouse of cells. There was a catch, though, in, in that research, albeit you know, for, for our audience's purpose, it's not going to be a catch. What I'm talking about is um, you can't just take it and get this benefit to, you know, better mitochondrial activity. You need to exercise, too. And, and exercise uh, by itself increases mitochondrial biogenesis, especially if it's intense exercise. Right. But the two of them together, obviously, right, um, are dynamite. So... That's exciting, not just from a performance enhancement perspective, but more so, if you think about it, longevity. Because increased mitochondrial function, right, and all of your internal organs should benefit. You know, if you jack that up, then everything else should function better. Um, and and there's well, here's a few reasons why it's why that's important. A lot of seniors die from quote-unquote old age, right, which is really a euphemism for muscle wasting brought on by inactivity and greatly decreased food and nutrient uptake. That's just how it is, right? The utilization and the assimilation of food is just not what it once was. Even the total volume of food is not what it once was, so it's a double whammy. When your calories drop below a certain threshold, everything slows down. The thyroid metabolism, rates of amino acid coding and sequencing, etc., etc. 
creatine plus exercise revs up the mitochondria. And it looks from that from this study that it can do it even on lower calories. That's impressive. We, we, yeah, very impressive, which means, what does that mean? Well, to athletes, that's all well and good. But think about old folks, right, who can't quite pack away the groceries like they used to. God bless you know, me. That's one thing I have is a huge friggin' appetite still. Yeah. It's just too. constant. It's just constant. <laughs> me too. Me too. Not what it was in my 20s, but it's still up there. Oh, no. Mine is more. I, I, I've learned to eat more food because back when I was a young kid, I was out drinking a lot. I wasn't worrying about what I was eating, and oh. I didn't have the muscle I have today. Today, I mean, even when I do intermittent fasting, I mean, it's I, I have a ravenous hunger once I break my fast. It's just ravenous. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you take one of these oldsters um, who, what let's say, was not exercising or taking creatine, and then you have them take creatine and, and start a little bit of exercise, I would imagine it's going to be a huge boon uh, to their health because it's going to have the, the practical effect is going to be, it's not going to just strengthen their mus- muscles, but their heart and the function of every other just about internal organ. Right, so think about it: livers that detoxify the body more efficiently, kidneys that filter out waste more efficiently, you know, hearts that beat stronger. You get the picture. Overall, five grams or so a day of creatine with food is a great insurance policy against all sorts of disease states. And you don't have to worry about taking too much creatine. Like people say, well, too much creatine puts strain on your kidneys. That hasn't been really shown, but. If you're worried and you don't want water weight gain associated with loading phases of creatine, taking five grams a day is all you need. Yeah, even even three grams a day at the end of 30 days was shown to... to um, Same saturation, you know, yeah. Right, you yeah. reach saturation just yeah. a little slower. Yeah. So, so you're going to be getting all of these benefits that you're hearing about, plus I'm absolutely certain even more that haven't been discovered yet. And I would I would argue that it gets more important uh, that you do that the more the right the older that you get. So you know as we get more information, uh, I'll be sure to pass it along here. But this increased mitochondrial activity is exciting, and not just from a performance enhancement perspective. So sorry about that. How much, I'm, how I'm, much I'm getting you text messages that? from people. What's that? I don't, I don't take it every day. I probably take 15 grams a week on average. Yeah. I don't take it every day. Okay, just curious. I just, you know, part of me is worried about its ability to shift substrate preferences to glucose. There is some evidence that it does. So if you're dieting uh, and you're eating carbs, it, it, it may, may kind of not be your friend. So. Uh, before we go on to the next question from Eric Bader, we have a question from an uh, audience member, Charles Dawson. He said, what's your opinion on a really good over 50-year-old barbell workout guide or instruction? I think Brooks Cubic, right? <laughs> I mean, he caters to the older older lifters, but I think yeah. you know, but the blueprint but, but the blueprint works for 50-year-olds too. Yeah, Brooks has done a lot of good work for for older lifters. But, but fact, see, I, I don't like this thing about older lifters. Older lifters can do everything young lifters can do if they don't treat themselves like older lifters. But let, let me finish the question here real quick. Yeah, I found the, the mind does not realize the body is getting older. That's the truth, and that's the reason for a lot of injuries. 
until the body shouts out with pain. What I knew as a good workout when younger is not so good now. What do you think? Gray Hair and Black Iron is a great book on this subject. Um, He's absolutely right about the mind. And I'll tell you the one overriding thing to keep in mind, no matter what, you know, workout program you pick, is this. Expectations will make or break you. If you turn 50 and you expect to be weaker, slower, smaller, then you will be. If you turn 50 and expect to be as strong as you were at age 25, like I'm doing right now, (laughs) you will be. People simply live up or down to expectations, and strength training is no exception. Yeah, you just got to go slow. That's all. Take your time. That's that's the truth. Aiden Ray, we have another question from a, a live viewer. What's your diet look like right now, Coach? Are you cycling diets? Any fasting going on? Yeah, actually, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, I eat a low, as in under 30 grams or so, carbohydrates a day. But I do so in intermittent fasting type, you know, um, schedule format. format. I am carb loading just one day a week on Saturdays now. And so, yeah, you can make that Sunday through Friday, I guess. And what I'm finding is that is what is necessary to keep my waist down as my strength and my muscle comes up. Uh, is that a consequence of being 50? Perhaps. Is it a consequence of, of what types of carbs I'm eating and how many? Maybe. Uh, but it's working. You know, if the tape measure is making bigger circles around your arms and legs and your waist is getting smaller or staying even staying the same uh you're moving in the right direction and the pounds on the bar keep going up and and the body weight stuff you know so i i feel like i'm hitting on all cylinders to answer your question it's a little mix of the anabolic diet and intermittent fasting and it's serving me well i want to go back to charles dawson because i kind of feel like i rushed through his his question and and yeah. I want I want to address the what I knew as a good workout when younger is not so good now and that's probably because he is feeling pain or he feels like uh, he's not making the progress and you know our brains you're right our brains don't realize we're we're older um, I mean when I hear myself and the thoughts that run through my head they're not of an older sixty one year old man they're the same guy when I was twenty five. And probably right. a touch of it when I was 16. That's, that's, most of us grow out of that, but me not. Um, but I think that you can still train as hard. I just think that you have to take it in slower steps. And if you're having pain, shoulder pain, elbow pain, that, that isn't a result of the workout as it is a result of your body not having what it needs. So I would consider... If you're not already looking at HRT, hormone replacement therapy, I would consider. I would ask you to consider things like peptides, like BPC one fifty seven. Um, you need to, you know, that's what this whole thing about hacks. You know, I, I don't even like the word anymore, to be honest, because it's really BS. Everybody's yeah, got a hack, you know. Oh, we're gonna hack this, we're gonna hack that. Um, I, I think that you have. Elise and I talk about this all the time. It takes a lot more effort to to be able to do the things we want to do at 61 
when you when you were twenty five and thirty and thirty five, you could go out drinking with the guys and show up at the gym the next morning and train. You know, so I think that you can still train as hard as you want to, that you think you can, but I think that it just requires slower steps, smaller steps, and progression. And I also think the older you get, you have to train just about every day. I mean, you can take off Saturday and Sunday, but I think you need to train five days a week the older you get because because the gains you make when you're young, you, you could take time off, go back to the gym, and boom, fall right back into it. But the gains you make when you're older, if you take a week off because you had to travel for work or something like that, you get back in the gym, you know what I'm talking about, Charles. It's like, oh, man, I can't believe how heavy this weight is. Like, I was just doing this last week for reps, and today I feel like it's heavy. I think you have to train more frequently, and you do have to train smarter, but I do think you can achieve all the strength you want, the gains you want, but just go slower with it. That's it. Okay. Uh, So let's see here. We have another question to answer. Eric Bader. We didn't get to him yet, did we? Let's see. No. He said, it looks like Syntogen is finally back in stock, as I received my bottles just the other day. Can you tell me the best way to use it during these times when supplies may be tight? I guess he doesn't want to run out. <laughs> well, Buy more. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's a fair question because, look, Synthogen was out of stock for, for the better part of four months. Really? Right? So, yeah. Oh, and, and, man. You know, in, in past shows, I've tried to uh, give examples and reasons as to why. And in, in large part, it's that one of the ingredients, Rapoticum, is only harvested once a year in late August when peak actives are there, and we go to Russia to get it. So if you think about it, you have to, you have to figure out how much Rapoticum to buy to get you through most of the year. Um, it, getting it back over here is no small feat, nor is it cheap. And so it's the single most expensive ingredient, and a lot of the other things in Synthogen uh, end up waiting, let's say, on that one. Now, there are other ingredients, like, for example, erotic acid. That is not a stock item at most of these supply houses, which means it needs to be special ordered, which means um, it adds to time and expense. So... And, and I've only covered right there, right, two of the ingredients. There are 14 more, some of which are less esoteric, but still. Your best bet, if you don't want to be shut out and you want to make things last as long as possible, I would tell you to buy as much as you can, especially when you see a sale, and then, more importantly, use it strategically, which means with the first bottle, take it every day like I recommend. 10 before the workout, maybe five more after, after the heaviest of days, and nine to 10 on your off days with food. The next 30 days and the next bottle you crack open, only use it on training days only. And so doing that is going to allow you to get most of its unique benefits while stretching your supply as far as possible and, and de facto your money as far as possible. Now, a lot of people because of the effect Synthogen has, they're convinced, I want to address this, they're convinced there are painkillers in it <laughs> or something along the lines of, you know, um, yeah, over-the-counter painkillers. Analgesic, what are they? analgesic, yeah, NSAIDs. Uh, uh, yeah. 
acetaminophen and all that other stuff. There are no painkillers in Synthogen. Um, there, it, there is no Boswellia serrata. There is no curcumin and there is no cesis. I've heard people say, ah, you got that in there. It's not on the label. No, no, neither, none of those are in there, nor, nor any other dedicated, let's say, anti-inflammatory. So let me again state unequivocally, no painkillers or anti-inflammatories in synthogen. Nothing in there that isn't on the label. It feels like there is, yes, but that is not the case. It was designed to accelerate wound healing, albeit on the inside of the body, <laughs> and, and not specifically to treat injuries. It just turns out that, and this was this. I got this feedback shortly after it was released. It's a happy coincidence. People are writing me telling them it's healing their injuries, and you, you know you can talk to just about anybody that's used it. If they've got niggling little injuries, they're going to tell you they're either gone or they're greatly mitigated so i would speculate soft tissue injuries uh benefit in the case of synthogen due to the interplay between the repoticum the erotic acid the, the trimethylglycine and the essential amino acids which as i told you i worked on for years i would not rule out the role of magnesium uh, or the orally active ATP, elevate ATP, which is what we use. Those are possibilities as well. But look, here's the bottom line. More and more people are realizing just how good Synthogen really is. And I was blown away when I heard how many pre-orders we had um, from what John told me, you know, had, had, and those all have been filled uh, to the best of my knowledge. And the reason is simple. This is not some run-of-the-mill 3495 pre-workout we're talking about. It is real, effective supplementation that isn't cheap, right? So when you see that many people lining up and saying, hey, I'll wait for four months <laughs> to get in line, right. first come, first serve, it really says something. Yeah. So, you know, I hope that helps. We're hoping to avoid, right, sellouts, but it's always a possibility. Last question before we go to the blueprint tip of the day is from Mike Gillard. He says, can you tell me the best way to build your upper chest? I'm 17 years old, 5'9", and weigh 175 pounds, and have a lot of upper chest area to fill in. Are inclines really all I need to do? You know, I'll, I'll try to make this quick. Um, look, at 5'9", 175, we need to build a chest before we talk about building an upper chest, okay? Uh, if you are spending time obsessing over trying to build part of a muscle, or even worse, trying to shape part of a muscle, you are wasting your time. I am not one that believes that you can train to shape a muscle. If you really believe that, then I want you to train to shape your bicep in the for form of a square, <laughs> It, take as much time as you need to, and then come back and tell me how successful you are. Uh, I do believe that you can train to enlarge a muscle and let the genetic chips fall where they may, so to speak. Okay? So instead of focusing on, you know, I need to do inclines at a certain degree, uh, I honestly believe a steady diet of heavy dips, bench presses, and pullovers 
is going to build about as big a chest and about as full a chest as your genetics will allow. Okay, now I will concede that there are certain variations of those moves that will lead to the chest getting sore in in different areas, right? Gironda had Gironda dips, dumbbell presses with the dumbbells touching. Whether or not that really results in more muscle in that area, I haven't seen it. I've just seen guys' chests get bigger and smaller depending upon the training that they're doing. So, you know, it's... So that's my that's my take on everything. The bottom line is I generally try and remember this advice as it's always served me well. The more you try to isolate a muscle or part of a muscle, the lower the tension is going to be. Muscles don't know angle, they don't know isolation, they know they don't know how to fire partially. Either they fire with everything they've got or nothing at all. And muscles grow in response to overload. The more overload you can generate with a given movement, the more your muscles will grow. So I would tell you to stick with those movements that I cited. And and like I said, work like hell and let the genetic chips fall where they may. You know, genetics will determine the shape of your muscles. You just focus on realizing your genetic potential. Yeah, make them bigger. They'll have shape once they get bigger. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have the blueprint tip of the day. Stay tuned. We shall return. Let me get the music going, and there we go. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and have type 2 diabetes, $500,000 of term insurance should only cost about 100 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. If you want affordable term life for you, call Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Lou is one of you, and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call Term Provider at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-352-9239. 800-352-9239. Redcon one is one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the world today. That's because they produce supplements that deliver on their promises. From their flagship pre-workout Total War to their innovative whole food MREs and bars. Now you can get the deepest discount ever offered to any audience anywhere. Use code SHR and get 25% off all 
Redcon 1 products today. SHR and 25% off. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at EatLegendary.com and Amazon. Your radio just got ripped. It's Superhuman Radio. Okay, the blueprint tip of the day is a lesson in the power of critical thinking. Take it away, Rob. Yeah, this is a good one. So sometimes you really need to think out of the box, right, to get better results. Um, and I had a recent training session just yesterday that I thought illustrates this really well. I'm, I'm move, I am moving from a very low volume loading pattern to a much higher one. So I had, I was working with just two work sets. Um, and that, that worked fantastically by the way, but I'm moving to a program now with six. And typically when you switch from, uh, very low volume to very high volume and vice versa, you get great results. The only downside is that when sometimes when you move from low volume to a much higher volume, you run into problems. And one of those problems is much greater set to set fatigue, right? You have to be in better, uh, you have to have better work capacity. Conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Conditioning. Uh, until I mean, you I'm, get I'm actually going through this right now, so this is great for me. Good. Yeah, so until you get used to it, you tend to lose a lot of strength in, in your later sets, and doubly so if you're on a low-carb ketogenic diet most of the time, which is what I am. And you guys that are on that know exactly what I'm talking about. So with that in mind, right, I recently did this, this kind of deep dive into the high-volume program that I was embarking upon. Step one is just understanding why the program works. And this particular one works because the total tonnage drops from workout to workout. It starts very high, and it continues to drop every uh, workout, and there are six, to a point where it's very low. Provided that you can hit the required total tonnage every workout, you will succeed on max day. Step two in this process, though, is to think critically about what you're doing each workout. And as I looked at the first workout, a couple of things jumped out at me. The set rep spread for it goes a little something like this. Set one, 250 for 10. Set two, 265 for eight. 300 for eight. 325 for eight. 360 for eight. 385 for eight. A total, in my case, total tonnage of 15,580 pounds lifted across those six sets. 
Now, let me ask you a question. When you, were, when, when you perform a workout like this, when are you at your strongest? During your first set or during your last set? Well, actually, I, I would say the second set is stronger than the first set. Okay. But, then, but then probably around the fourth set, you're going to start to get weaker and weaker. Am okay. I wrong? Uh, no, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think you're expressing it just in a little different way. Okay. To, to me, the answer is you, I'm undeniably stronger my first set, right? While I'm still fresh and before the preceding five sets take their toll. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, wait a minute, man. If I get to that 385 for eight and I'm totally exhausted, there's a chance I might not get it. There's got to be a better way. And the solution to me, to me, it was obvious. Reverse the set order and start with the heaviest set first uh, with each set thereafter only getting lighter and easier. But increasing the reps, right? Or staying with the same reps? You're you're sticking with the same reps. Okay, okay. It's just tackling the heaviest weight first as opposed to last. Yeah, makes good sense. And and so doing so for me... it resulted in a much higher likelihood. It's going to result in a much higher likelihood of people getting all of their required reps. And the total tonnage is the same either way. Whether you start light and finish heavy or, fin- or start heavy and finish light, you're going to lift the same 15,580 pounds. Not only that, your form on that first set is probably going to be better Um if you do it up front, whereas if you do it later on, if it's the last set, then your form might be compromised because of fatigue. Okay. It happens. You know, as you, as you fatigue from set to set, you're more prone to get sloppy with your reps, right. In order to hit the required numbers. Uh, there was also another benefit and I wasn't expecting this one. Instead of walking out of there feeling flattened, and I've done this workout before the regular way, uh, I I left with an abundance of energy, and I had the gas to breeze through my accessory and supplemental movements. And so instead of leaving the gym depleted and drained, and quite possibly maybe, you know, worse, missing a rep or two, I was refreshed, and I was looking forward to the next workout, right? It's beautiful. Now, I will concede this might not work for everyone, but I have a sneaking suspicion that it'll suit most lifters better than what they're currently doing, and far better at that. To me, it's the difference between drudging uphill right through a workout versus rising to the occasion on set one, and then it's all downhill from there because that's exactly what it felt like. Okay, that's the good news. The bad news is none of that happens without critical thinking. If your program works, okay, why does it work? You need to answer that question. Can you explain it to someone how it is that that program is going to get you bigger, stronger, more explosive, etc., whatever your goal is? Because if you can't answer that question, there's a good chance that whatever you're doing is a waste of time. I mean, just punching in and racking up gym hours doesn't cut it. It never has. It never will. 
it is what you do instead while you're there. And it's always been about that. And it will always be about that. If you're still confused, okay, and you're interested in getting a little help, I offer some really dirt cheap introductions to this kind of stuff. Uh, Dirt cheap as in five bucks a month. That tiny investment will pay huge dividends. And you will leave the gym knowing you took another step towards your goal, whatever it is, which is a mighty satisfying feeling. Believe me, I sit here today knowing I made the right moves on that and some of the other stuff that I did. Whatever you do, I can assure you of this. If you're not willing to think critically and learn, no one can help you. But if you are willing to think critically and learn, then no one can stop you. (laughs) And that's really, honestly, and truly how it goes. Uh, Look, I know a lot of people are still walking in there and winging it. And... Maybe maybe you're happy with with where you know that has you today and and where you'll be a year from now. I don't know, uh, but if you're not, I would highly encourage you to start thinking critically about what you're doing, why, and maybe about how to do it better. Yeah, good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Yeah, it's you know it's and it's something that I don't know. To me, it was intuitive. Hey, I'm just going to reverse this. Why do the la- why do the heaviest set last? Get it out of the way first, and then just ride it. Yeah, when you're oh, fr- and see a lot of people. I mean, I've always trained that way. I've always done the heaviest movement first, and then gradually, literally lightened up and did more reps as I went further down. The uh, yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. It really does. And and listen, nobody is suggesting you don't warm up. Nobody is suggesting you just launch into your heaviest set. All I'm saying is after you're done warming up to that weight and you tackle it, it's it's literally downhill from there, and it makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Easier. Yeah, and you've, li- you've, you've lifted the same total tonnage, and you've accomplished the same thing. Yeah. So look at it that way. Yeah, the goal shouldn't be to destroy yourself. Lee, right. ha- Lee Haney said it best when he said, stimulate, don't annihilate the body. Amen. There you go. Great, great discussion. Long-awaited show. Two weeks off the air. Coach Rob will be yeah. here every week moving forward, I'm sure. And, yes, sir. Uh, we're happy that he's back, and we're happy that Jen is feeling better after her surgery. Yes. And uh, that's it for today. Tomorrow, I had a show booked about a very interesting piece of workout equipment, but uh, my guest is in the U.K., and I don't think that she knows the show is tomorrow. So we may end up not having a show tomorrow, but we will have a, fr- a show Thursday and Friday. I can tell you that already. Cool. So anyway, that's it for today. Thank you uh, for watching and listening. Go to CoachRobRegish.com, and that's where you can learn and buy and show your appreciation for all the hard work that Coach does. All right, Rob. Thanks a lot, brother. Thank you. And we'll, great. See, and we'll see everybody. Uh, we may see you tomorrow or we may see you Thursday. We'll find <laughs> out. We'll find out pretty soon. Okay. That's it. And the right. show. All right. Get some music going here. Bam.